Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to Catitude. I'm your show host, Michelle Byrne. Guess what we're celebrating? National Black Cat Appreciation Day. And we're actually recording on International Cat Day. There's a lot of cat days, but I have with me a very special person that is an expert cat behaviorist, best-selling author, and I can't wait to introduce you to her. We'll be right back. Kitty Poo Club reinvented the litter box. No more scrubbing that stinky plastic tray. Or worrying, oh my God, do my guests smell that? No cleaning, no scrubbing, no more stink. You are going to love it. Your cats are going to love it. Go to kittypooclub.com and when you order, save 30% on your first auto ship. Visit kittypooclub.com, use code MEOW30 at checkout, and join the club, the Kitty Poo Club. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to welcome Pam Johnson-Bennett. She is a best-selling author and a cat behaviorist. Welcome, Pam. Thank you. I'm so excited to have you on. We've talked about black cats before. I think it was a long time ago near Halloween, but today we're going to applaud them with National Black Cat Appreciation Day. But before we get into all of this and why black cats deserve so much, can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. I am a certified cat behavior consultant through the International Association of Animal Behavior Consultants, and I do individual consultations. I do a lot of lecturing, but I started out as someone many years ago, 40 years ago, who adopted cats and didn't know anything about them and just made so many mistakes. And it is through their grace and patience and uh, their ability to be such amazing teachers that I learned a lot. And I've made it my mission all these years to prevent others from making the mistakes I made because I want everyone to have the relationship they always wanted. Like nobody adopts a cat hoping that it's going to go wrong, you know, and that the cat hates them or the cat pees all over everything or bites the baby. And so I want people to have the relationships that they want and I want them to see how marvelous cats are. I love that. And I want you to know I'm still working on my relationship with Charlotte. I'm still working on the relationship with my cat, you know, and I'm supposed to be the expert. So <laughs> never, they're not giving end. up all their secrets. <laughs> I know what you said about them teaching you how to understand them, because you have to watch out with cats with their signals of what they're doing when they've had it. Right. And you know, the biggest mistake we make is we punish, like we think behaviors that we don't like, scratching the furniture, not using the litter box, biting, you know, whatever it is, we think it's a bad behavior that must be punished or stopped. And that destroys the relationship. So 
even if it's a behavior you don't like, it's a really important message that I try to get out that every behavior serves a purpose. And if you can understand and try to figure out what what is the purpose? What is the cat trying to do by the behavior? Is it trying to solve a problem? Is it a natural cat behavior that you just don't like where the cat is displaying it? If you have that attitude instead of, oh, I must stop that behavior, it's a bad behavior, you and your cat will have a better relationship. That's the big wall. That's the stumbling block I see is people will call me and say, can you teach my cat to stop scratching the furniture? Or my cat is so crazy, or my cat is so mean, or my cat is so bad. And if you have that attitude, there's no relationship. So true. And I have a better relationship with Molly and Dennis than I do with Charlotte. But Dennis is part Maine Coon. He's I know cats are not little dogs, but he's kind of like one. That was my first cat. So what a way to start, right? From dogs to this dog-like cat. So I really had to learn when we got Molly. And she doesn't like to be held. She likes us. She sits with us, you know, when we're watching TV, whatever. She's very good. She doesn't scratch the furniture, but Dennis does, even though the scratching post is right next to it. But hey, guess what? The couch I bought was intended. I knew there were there were pets in my house. The kind of couch I bought was intended for the fact that it's probably going to get scratched up. So there's no white, fancy, silk couches in my house. Never. You know, I have pets. I have fur babies. I also have learned to understand when she's had enough or when she moves away, when she wants me to move away because I'm in her right. spot. So you have to read them, you know. And they're very good at communication. We just don't pay attention. You know, we rely on our words and cats use vocalization. They use body language. They use scent communication. But your cat is a creature of habit. So if you pay attention and watch that body language, you will see consistent communication that will let you know whether the cat is saying, yes, I want to interact or no, I'd like a little space right now. And that's normal. I mean, we have that in our relationships. You know, no matter how much you love the person you live with, there are times when, hey, I, I just want a little space, you know, but we don't give that to our cats. We don't respect that that personal space or what the cat is communicating. I know when Molly turns and faces the couch, that's her quiet time. She's just staring at the fabric right in front of her. She just wants to shut out the world. So let's talk about National Black Cat Appreciation Day, which is August 17th. I don't have a solid black cat. I would like one. I have a tuxedo. Molly's mostly black with white markings. But why is it that I did my research, but in your opinion, why do we have this National Black Cat Appreciation Day? I know it started not that long ago. Right. It started in, it might be, you have to fact check me on this, but I think it was about 2011 and someone started it for his sister who had passed away who really loved her black cat i think the cat's name was sinbad and cats deserve all the different days that they have because you know cats have been so maligned and been second class pet citizens for so long but black cats especially have this extra baggage they carry around from being viewed as bad luck, being connected to, you know, witchcraft and all the different things that they've they've been associated with, with myths. And it's amazing that in this day and age, we still carry those things. 
It is. And my feeling is, and cats are viewed as bad luck, you know, that whole thing. And my feeling is in all these years, and I've been doing this a long time, and I have a black cat myself. I think the people who believe these things have not been exposed to black cats yet. And some of them have not even really been exposed to cats yet. And once they get to know the cat or get to know cats in general, all of that washes away. Because if you if you talk to people, and I talk to people all the time with all the lectures I do and all the media interviews, it's always the people who have never had cats or been around cats who believe those things. You know, everything that you mentioned is, has been something, you know, the bad luck, the superstitions, the witchcraft, a lot of that is so old school, even though right. you still see black cats and witch shows today. But one of the newer things I found out, especially with all this social media, is that black cats don't photograph that great. So that's like another negative. Right. And it's the same thing with black dogs. And it's, I have a black cat and I put her on my social media account all the time. And one of the reasons I do is to show how photogenic they can be you have to make sure you get the right light. And she's very photogenic. She's very expressive. And there are shelters now, a lot of shelters hire photographers who know how to photograph animals in general, not just black cats, but cats and dogs in general to really showcase their personality and show what they're capable of emotionally. So you're not getting this very frightened looking, you know, animal with bug eyes, you know, who's looking at you like they're terrified. So I think that's happening more now. And I'm so grateful for it because you're seeing more and more beautiful pictures of black cats. And it doesn't take a professional photographer, you know, gosh, with our smartphones and all the settings that we can do, you can do it yourself. Right. It's changing. It's just people tend to just keep believing. It's almost like cats have this baggage that they just keep dragging along. And like I said, whenever people ask me about it, you know, oh, you have a black cat, you know, isn't that bad luck? Do you have, I'll ask, do you have a cat? No, no, never had a cat. No. It's because they have not been exposed to them. And you know what's funny, Pam, is I think it's in Japan. I might be wrong, but I think it's in Japan that Cat, black cats are considered good luck. Right. If you are single, a single woman, I believe, if you have a black cat, it in, it's supposed to be good luck and it increases your chance of having more suitors. Oh so that's, you know, it, it's just a matter of, you know, it's cultural, you know, certain areas of the, like in England and Scotland, black cats are viewed as good luck. I think for on ships, if you have a black cat, that's considered you know, you're going to have a safe return home. It's all it's all just how you view it. It doesn't matter. A black cat is a cat where there is just, it's melanism. It's that there is more melanin in the coat and that's what causes the coat to be dark. It's not a reflection of the cat's personality, who that cat is. So again, it's just get to know a cat. In my research, I found that black cats, you know, the black coat is actually the most common. So black coats are the most common color for cats. And it doesn't mean they're, they're all solid. A lot of black cats have white markings. Right. right. My mother-in-law has one with little, he's, he's all black with boots, little white boots. And you know, what's interesting too, is 
you can have a black cat and in certain light, like in really bright sunlight, sometimes you can see the tabby pattern in there. And it just means that the black cat has a dominant gene for solid black, but the tabby pattern gene was not completely repressed. So there's there's tabby, you know, so it doesn't matter what color the cat is. It's, you know, and there's also research that suggests that the genetic mutation in black cats may help them become more resistant to certain diseases. So, you know, there's there's a bonus for them. I did read that as well, that because of their evolution, that they're more resistant to other diseases. And also it goes back to, in the research I found, better survival due to dark coat. Right. When you think about when they hunt, they're crepuscular, which means they tend to hunt at dusk and at dawn. And so being a darker coat, they're a little more invisible to their prey. So again, it is a coat color and you may have a preference for whether you want a white cat, a black cat, an orange cat, you know, torty, whatever you want, you know, you can have a, a preference, but who the cat is inside, you know, their heart and the the affection they give and what they add to our lives it's all the same we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back kitty poo club reinvented the litter box no more scrubbing that stinky plastic tray or worrying oh my god do my guests smell that kitty poo club has solved the stink and now the worst part of cat ownership is hassle-free no cleaning no scrubbing no more stink. And the best thing is you don't have to buy some oversized contraption that will break down. Kitty Poo Club litter boxes are manufactured to make your life easier. You have one cat, easy peasy. A small mountain lion, no problem. You are going to love it. Your cats are going to love it. Believe me, there are good reasons why we sold over 3 million boxes. Go to kittypooclub.com, read the amazing reviews, and when you order, save 30% on your first auto ship. Visit kittypooclub.com, use code MEOW30 at checkout, and join the club, the Kitty Poo Club. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. We're talking with Pam Johnson-Bennett in honor of National Black Cat Appreciation Day. And we're, hey, talking about black cats. And going with it, what we were talking about, I also found, and I let me know if it's true for your cat, that most black cats have yellow eyes. Molly's can be green or yellow, but again, she's, she's tuxedo. She doesn't have a lot of white, but she's definitely not all black. What color eyes does your cat have? My cat has green eyes. Most black cats tend to have copper color eyes. And that, again, is tied to the melanism. But my cat, sometimes in certain light, her eyes look kind of gold. But for the most part, they're they're green. But the other thing I love about black cats is when you get them in the perfect light, my cat's eyes look like emeralds. I mean, they're just, it's mesmerizing to look at them. You know, and, and I see my cat playing and going through the house and she just, I feel like I have my own little mini panther. 
you know, she's so sleek and, and gorgeous. To me, cats are just works of art. They're so beautiful. They're pretty incredible. And especially once you understand them and you get them. Right. And it doesn't mean that a black cat is for you or doesn't mean that a cat is for you. Not everyone, you know, wants to adopt a cat, but don't spread information that isn't true. And at least if you are concerned, you know, well, I'd like to get a cat, but I don't know about a black cat. Do your research, you know, get true information. There are online, there are a lot of black cat rescue groups that have factual information, get to know them, um, spend time fostering, you know, a black cat and see whether, uh, you know, a cat is for you. And the other thing that really, this really, this is like a thorn in my side. That was going to be my next question. Don't perpetuate the myth. And, you know, we're coming around. It'll be Halloween before we know it. I hate the Halloween decorations. I hate that we keep sending that image out of the arched back Halloween cat pose and all the evil cats with the red eyes. And I hate that, you know, do Halloween decorations, you know, have your pumpkins, have other things, but please don't, don't do the black cat decorations. Yeah, we did Halloween before. So I know that's one of the things that just- It is. It, it really bothers me. And to me, it's like, you, like I said, maybe a cat isn't for you. Maybe a black cat isn't for you, but don't make it worse for them. Don't spread the misinformation. You know, we were talking about black cats at shelters and it happens to dogs too. And years ago, this was, oh my gosh, Mr. Zeus has been gone since 2020. And this was when I first got him. So we're going back almost 20 years, 18 years. And I saw a sign and it, they called it the Black Velvet Club. And it was for black dogs, but for cats too. There was a picture of a dog and a cat. And I looked at it and I thought, what in the world is that? In my head, my first dog before Mr. Z was a was a black border collie mix. So I in my head I wanted a border collie mix and black with markings. I don't care about the markings, but I wanted black. I had not a clue about what a black velvet club is and this and that. And it was mind blowing to find out about this. And the more research I did, the more it perplexed me that there's so many people that still believe these crazy myths and there's, as we were talking, you know, over it, it doesn't it really makes no sense. It's almost like saying, okay, everybody with dark hair is, you know, and I have dark hair, evil. And then right. with light hair is not, you know, it doesn't work like that. Right. And you can have a coat preference. You know, you can prefer white cats or black cats or orange cats. People do. You know, they they decide that's what they want, whether it's that they had an orange cat growing up. So that's what they want. You know, there is no myth that's attached to those those coat colors and black cats just carry this forward so unnecessarily. And like I said, Halloween seems to just make it come to life every time. So that's why we need days like Black Cat Appreciation Day and Black Cat Day and and just reminding people. And if it changes one person's mind and they maybe share that on social media, then I have hope that it eventually will change 
and people will view black cats for the beautiful cats that they are and appreciate them. As you were talking, I was thinking that, you know, we've come a long way, but we're still not there. We still need to pass the message on. There's still the misconceptions. There's still a reason why. And I know a lot of shelters do this more so around Halloween. Most shelters have very good ways of vetting who their future pet parents should be, but especially during Halloween, because right. a lot of people decide, oh, I should have a black cat. It's Halloween. I'm having a Halloween party. And then the black cat ends up dumped back at the shelter or something else. Have you heard about that as well? I've heard more about them not shelters not adopting black cats out around Halloween because of abusive things that happen, people who adopt for wrong reasons. But I will say shelters now compared to, you know, when I started 40 years ago, they vet people so much better. There's so much education out there now. And for all the the bad aspects of social media and all the, you know, things that can go wrong, social media can be so beneficial for spreading the word. I mean, just if you look at groups, black cat rescue groups and black cat appreciation groups that are on like on Facebook or Instagram, bringing awareness, we we didn't have that before. So here's a case where cats have that amazing advocate in groups on social media and shelters have better behavior departments now and and the volunteers and their shelter staff are are more well versed in behavior and how to handle black cat awareness you know to educate people so yes we have come a long way and we have a long way to go but oh my gosh we're so much better off than we were and and I'm very grateful for that that is so true I'm grateful for that with behavior in general I mean when I you know when I started how people viewed behavior and yes, we still do have a long way to go, but I am so grateful when I, even just getting on social media and seeing how much more education is out there for people. I'm, well, obviously, you know, doing digital podcasts, I'm grateful for social media because it gets the word out and, you know, our word gets spread. And as, you know, you said, the more communication, the more education, the better, because people tend to share these thoughts, especially if, you know, and whether it's in their personal household or work or with friends, and the more that gets out there, the more people can be educated, the better. Pam, let's talk about you where people can find out more about you because you've written, am I correct, eight books? Right. I have eight books on cat behavior. My website is catbehaviorassociates.com. You can also find me on Facebook. It's Pam Johnson Bennett. And on Instagram, it's Think Like a Cat. And, you know, as much as I love selling books, my goal is to get the information out there. So on my website, there are so many articles. So if you cannot afford a book or you're not even sure you want a cat, there are articles on there so that you can get educated and make decisions that are more informed about whether a cat is right for you or how to deal with a behavior problem. It may not solve your behavior problem, but it'll point you in the right direction of what you need to do. 
you know, I love that you do that. And I love that you put information out so that people know what they're expecting to adopt a cat. A lot of people will think, well, cat or dog, and they think cat as I get a litter box, get the cat, put food in something, and that's it. Right, that's right. It. They think low maintenance. I don't have time for a dog, so I'll get a cat. And that's not fair to the cat. And then the people get disappointed when the relationship isn't the way they wanted because they didn't put anything into it. So I would rather you read and see what's involved and make that decision. Oh, maybe a cat isn't right for you, but it's better if you realize that before you get the cat. Absolutely. Pam, I want to thank you so much for coming on Catitude. It's always a pleasure to have you on your wealth of knowledge, and I can't thank you enough. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. And let's appreciate those black cats. Absolutely. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Catitude, where we were talking with Pam Johnson Bennett about National Black Cat Appreciation Day. Hug your black cats. Hug any cats that you have. If you're thinking about getting a cat, consider adopting a black cat. They're amazing. And, you know, it's just their coat color. My next cat, I'm going to hopefully will be a black cat because I think they're amazing. I'd like to thank my crew, Dennis. He's he's Maine Coon and he's kind of like orangish, brownish. He's not black cat. But Molly's close. She's a tuxedo, mostly black. And then we have Charlotte, who's tabby. We're only a family of three cats. We reduced from five. Unfortunately, we lost Sammy and Jethro in the last year, which was hard. And they weren't black cats either. So maybe black cat adoption is on my horizon. And then thanks to Nikki. He's a dog. He's white. But, you know, the goal of the podcast is sharing information. So if you have a friend that's considering adopting a cat, let them know. Black cats are just as special as any other color of cats. Maybe more special. Who knows? Again, I was thrilled to have Pam Johnson-Bennett on today's show. Please check out our website. There's great information there. If you're listening and driving or exercising or, I don't know, walking your cat. Yes, you can walk cats. You can always go to PetLifeRadio.com, go to Catitude, go to this show episode, and there'll be information on the show notes, and you can find the link directly to Pam's site. Again, I'd like to thank everyone who's listening to Catitude. This made this podcast so popular, and I am grateful because we're spreading a lot of different messages. This show is not about just TNR or just rescue or just, you know, the latest cat trend. It's anything and everything cat, which I'm grateful for because I can talk about just about anything cat related. So it helps to spread the message of a lot of different things. And and then for everyone listening, you help spread the message further. So I am grateful and honored and I thank you so much. And of course, this show would not be the same without my amazing, magical producer, Mark Winter, for doing all he does. And remember, lose the attitude, have catitude. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.